Selena the Stripper. This is my co-host, Cutting Down These Haters, Clover. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ho in the Know is a podcast about sex work by sex workers for sex workers. And our guest today is Jacob, a.k.a. J-Rock, who is a professional male stripper. Hello. Welcome to the show. It's good to be here. Very exciting. Very exciting. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, we're going to get to historical hoes, but off the bat, I have another corrections mansion <laughs> moment. <laughs> you know, what does it mean? Who's to say? <laughs> you tell me. I'm interested. Uh, I also do not know what a corrections mansion could imply, but... I just like to imagine a house full of things that I needed to correct. Uh, misinformation that I provided. <laughs> it needs a home. The home is a mansion. So I thought it was like a play on corrections mention, and it was like, oh, I accidentally like even m- was incorrect about. You were even correct incorrect <laughs> about the mention yeah. corrections mention. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I like that too. Um, well, there are a lot of things. So, Whoever knows the right answer can win ten thousand francs. Ten thousand francs, <laughs> but only if you're working in what nineteen. 19- 60. 60? No, that would be fine. <laughs> I'm thinking like pre, like after Please. World War One, like 1930 or something, like oh. that many francs then when oh, it wasn't yeah. worth anything. Huh. Um, anyway, so my corrections mansion starts with, oh, could you meet your phone? Meet this right now. So my corrections mansion starts with, uh, that Tumblr is not owned by Pornhub. There was a lot of talk about it, and you can see a bunch of articles on this, but I think it ended Wait, up... Wait, when did you ever say that? Because I could have told you straight up, I'm on Tumblr, and I just... <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe you weren't there, and that's why it happened. Pornhub, like, there was there were whispers, but then Tumblr got bought out by, like, for only $3 million. Like, the cheapest... It went from billions of dollars when Verizon purchased it, mm-hmm. and, like... 2012 or whatever uh-huh. to just three million or under three million. They wouldn't even tell you the exact. No, price I think I think Verizon for. still owns them. No, no, no. I know Tumblr was bought by I don't even remember the company because it was so insignificant because it was a small ass company. Mm-hmm. We're all like laughing about it because like <laughs> like okay, well nobody cares. If about you log Tumblr. on to Tumblr.com, you know why it's so little in value. Anyway, you know everyone I, follow me. It could have been a great. <laughs> Like collaboration, Pornhub, Tumblr. Continue getting your porn gifts from Tumblr. Well, I mean, the whole issue is that like Tumblr kicked off every single sex worker and like explicit, because con- like Tumblr was like a a site that sex workers were um, like using. To- they were using to to network and find clients. And- find clients, but it was also like where they could. Um, like post explicit content for like money yeah, and all of that. Yeah, that's true. Um, and then they got booted off with Sesta and Fosta. No, and it was just because Tumblr got booted off the app app store but i think it was really because of the influx of porn bots there were just like <laughs> thousands of porn bots if you looked at any post it could have been like look at this cute baby covered in peanut butter there were like 20 porn bots like hey 
sweet fuck, I want to fuck you tonight. (laughs) (laughs) And so, like, every Tumblr user was like, hey, Tumblr, so there are a lot of children on this site. Can we get this porn bot problem out of the way? And Tumblr was like, here's an algorithm where we just remove every single explicit content, which included, like, sand dunes. Sand dunes? (laughs) Yeah. Um, Shout out to Pen15. But, yeah. Because <laughs> sand dunes are really sensual. No, for real. Like, there's so was many Was it because they would look like boobs or, like... Yeah, because the algorithm was really stupid, basically. And oh. so it it was just anything that looked like a naked body. Oh, so it was, like, <laughs> tan and curvy. Yeah. So there was just this mass exodus of content and, like, people and people's, like, blogs were censored. My blog was, too. It was, like... I, but for no reason, because I, anyway. So. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> so that's Corrections Mansion, you guys. I'm sure there will be more, but that's what I have for today. Thank you, Clover. That was also Clover Corner, in part. Yeah, Clover's Corner. Clover's Corner. Which is a segment of many different And varieties. Clover's currently in a corner, so I, I feel like it's uh, at least accurate. Accurate description. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we begin every episode with a segment called Historical Hoes. This week's historical hoe is Margot St. James. I got my info from Wiki, Bitch Media, and NSWP.org, the Global Network of Sex Work Projects. So I want to start with two dope quotes by Margot St. James. Number one, men call prostitution the oldest profession. I call it the oldest injustice. Two, there is no immorality in prostitution. The immorality is in the arrest of women as a class for a service that's demanded of them by society. Margot St. James is a self-described prostitute and sex-positive feminist. She managed to intersect with so many pivotal figures of her time. She was born September 12, 1937, in Bellingham, Washington, during the Summer of Love. She lived in Haight-Ashbury, a neighborhood in San Francisco that was considered to be one of the birthplaces of the hippie counterculture movement. She hung out with Frank Zappa, a famous musician, and clean Alan Watts's home. Alan Watts is the famous philosopher. In 1962, St. James was arrested for prostitution after a brief stint as a call girl. She said, quote, I am Margot St. James from the United States. I am a whore. I was labeled a whore in 1962 when I was forcibly arrested. I am obligated to remain a whore for the rest of my life. I've never been able to get a job since I was so labeled, even though a higher court hounded me or found me innocent two years later. According to St. James, her conviction was based on her knowledge of the word trick. (laughs) Knew what it was, and obviously she was turning the tricks, (laughs) as one does. Um, After her arrest, she went to law school and later fought uh, and managed to overturn her own conviction. That's uh, real justice. I don't, I, like, I don't know why I'm trying to comment on this. Okay, so yeah, it's pretty dope. She became a lawyer and she managed to fucking overturn her own the conviction. It speaks for itself. It speaks for itself. Why am I trying to speak for it? She founded a group called Whores, Housewives, and Others, wow. WHO, which was essentially established to create a gang of people left out by second wave feminism. The O referred mm, to. Oh, good. Yeah, right? The O referred to lesbians at that time and Wait. the word. Why? Uh, because the word lesbian was rarely said out loud. I guess this... Well, I mean, she was born in 1937, uh. so... Um, let, let's, like, assume 20 years from that to, like, 57. 
like late 50s, maybe 60. It's that early wave of it. Mm-hmm. So fun fact, the first meeting of Who was held in Alan Watts's houseboat. For all of you Alan Watts fans out there. Who's that? I don't know. Sometimes I'm an Alan Watts <laughs> fan. I can't help it. I can, actually. The housewives and the whores hit it off, according to St. James. Even switched places for a few days. Uh, later, Margot St. James founded Coyote, Call Off Your Old Tired Ethics, on Mother's Day in 1973. I like her, like, acronyms. They're, <laughs> <laughs> They're unexpected. Yeah. So the name Coyote came from novelist Tom Robbins, who dubbed St. James the Coyote Trickster. Coyote was a loosely affiliated group of women who were fighting for the decriminalization of prostitution. They also sought to provide legal and medical services for prostitutes. It also offered employment, health, and financial counseling and worked to educate the public about prostitution through publications, speeches, and seminars. So is that still going on at all, or do you know, like... I think Coyote still exists, and that might end up in Corrections Mansion next week. (laughs) But I think it still exists, and I mean, like, there's all kinds of other branches. So, like, um, there's, like, the St. James Infirmary, which is um, one of our last guests, uh, Antonia uh, Crane, had worked at the infirmary because it's, like, this special... A hospital that provides um, medical care for sex workers. Mm. So, like, all of the, um, what is it, PRC? I'm so bad. Okay, so, like, the DNA testing to check for, like, viral signatures and all of that and um, just general care for sex workers. I think Coyote also kind of, like, became a part of, like, bled into swap. So, yeah, I mean, there have just been, like, so many additional networks that have popped up since Coyote initially began. Yeah, I feel like they're so under-publicized. But I would like to say that, like, on the... Well, I mean, SWAP is one of the biggest ones, because there's, like, chapters in every state, for the most part. Um, SWAP is huge, and then the Red Umbrella Project. So there's, like, so many different organizations Mm. right now. Yeah, also, like, for anyone who's wondering, I know that there are a lot, like, listed on the um, Whores of Your website, which is, like, a Twitter, um, that you can like go to the website via that i think it's probably whoresofyour.com yeah shout out whores of your yeah (laughs) (laughs) hey in uh 1976 coyote led to saint james uh led by saint james filed a lawsuit against rhode island in the case coyote v roberts the argument was based on how much power the state should have to control the sexual activity of its citizens the lawsuit also alleged uh discrimination on how the law was being applied Data was uh, submitted that demonstrated selective prosecution. The Providence police were arresting female sex workers far more often than the male customers. St. James testified in the case. Although the case was eventually dismissed when the the General Assembly changed the prostitution statute in 1980, Coyote and St. James are given credit as one of the reasons prostitution in Rhode Island was decriminalized, although it was, again, outlawed in 2009. So... (laughs) Shout out 2009 Rhode Island for what? sucking. Yeah. I know it was oh, in Rhode I Island. know what happened. It was probably that shit ass like governor or whatever. I know there was someone that everyone hated that's just been just been like, going like far conservative. And he was like impeached and then reelected or something. Ugh. I don't know what happened. I mean, that's so that's so whack. It's like they There's made it so be far. There's a corrections mansion on that, but I remember there was something. <laughs> I was so. thinking the same thing. <laughs> Uh, 
So Coyote received a grant from San Francisco's Glide Foundation and organized the first prostitutions convention at the Glide United Methodist Church. And the organization published its Coyote Howls newsletter from 1974 to 1979. In October 1974, Coyote hosted its first annual Hooker's Ball, a well-publicized Ooh. event that drew famous guests and raised money for Coyote's Ooh. bail fund. I want to go. Me right. too. That's cute as hell. You want to be my date? <laughs> oh my yeah. gosh, that would be so okay, good. We're going. They have like a there was like a sex workers prom actually, Asgath, like all <gasps> sex workers go to heaven. Yeah. What? They had Damn. a sex worker prom. So Where was out. my invite? I know, right? Well, <laughs> Uh, all sex workers go to heaven. We're shouting you out, and uh, we would like an invitation. <laughs> Please. We need three. So the um, so the hookers ball was intended to free women uh, from dependence on pimps, um, which you know not bad. I feel like I feel like there's like a bit of a controversy around are pimps bad? Is yeah, it- I've been wondering what. How do you, what do you guys think? Po- well, let's posit the question to our fans. Everybody, Whoever answers right gets 10,000 francs. Whoever, 10,000 francs. Or, yeah, yeah. Okay. And I'm making francs jokes before you even know why I'm making yeah. jokes. You won't even know until the next episode, Just you guys. Just listen in. Just listen in and be prepared. You'll understand. Oh, yeah, it's going to be like another week until they know why I care about francs. Anyway, it, Mm-hmm. So in 1999, she was instrumental in founding the St. James Infirmary Clinic, a medical and social service organization serving sex workers in San Francisco. And in 1985, records were archived at the Radcliffe Institute for Advanced Study, Harvard University, in the prestigious Arthur and Elizabeth Schleisber... Schle- mm, you know what? Some names are not meant to be pronounced. Let me Let's sound it out. Schlesinger. Schlesinger. Ooh. Let's go with that. I heard Schleisberg at first. I know. <laughs> Schlesinger Library. I. How am I supposed to know? Spell it like you say it, as I would like to tell these people. Anyway, on the history of women in America. Uh, so she attended a bunch of conferences, the UN Decade Face of Women's Conference in Mexico City, uh, the 76th Tribunal of Crimes Against Women in Brussels, the 77 International Women's Year Conference in Houston, the Libertarian Convention, the Decade of Women Convention in Copenhagen, the Democratic National Convention in New York. She's organized loiterings at the Republican Convention in Kansas City. She lectured Ooh, at Harvard. Um, she also tried, okay, so she, in 1996, received uh, 78,669 mm. votes in her bid to become a member of San Francisco's Board of Supervisors, uh, finishing seventh in the race, where the top six were seated. So she was almost on the board of, uh, she was almost like a public uh, servant. I'm not saying that right. She was almost elected. <laughs> <laughs> she was almost elected to the board of supervisors. Dude, I, I was almost a public servant. I don't. <laughs> Honestly, explain what I'm saying to me, please, somebody. Um, so in uh, in the late '90s, she served as the board of supervisors for the Drug Abuse Advisory Board. She also sought the Republican Party nomination for president in 1980. Wait. Yep, she did. <laughs> so if you want to learn more about her, check out the documentaries. Was Heart. she kidding when she did that? Or you know, I feel like while, <laughs> I feel like while she maybe didn't believe it was possible, she still did it. Mm, sometimes you just, just 
Yeah. That's all that matters. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to put it out there, throw your hat in the ring and see who bites, I guess, who bites your hat to really just <laughs> <laughs> mix my metaphors. Man. <laughs> Man, I'm just having a great time speaking today. Let's see where this goes. Um, so if you want to learn more about St. James, Margot St. James. Margot St. James. M-A-R-G-A-U-X? No, M-A-R-G-O. Okay, easy. St. S-T. James. J-A-M-E-S. I J I M E S E E Jamesies. You can check out her documentaries on her, including "Hard Work" by Ginny Duran, "Ain't Nobody's Business," and "Hookers." Mm. Uh, yeah. So shout out to our historical hoe, Margot St. James. <laughs> All right, and we're back. It's time for some questions. How are you doing? Jacob. I'm a little nervous, to be honest with you. Are you? I'm just a little nervous, yeah. Yeah. Usually, you know, walking into a room with a woman, I'm Uh just, all I have to, I'm I'm only required to take my clothes off. Yeah. I'm not required to speak, you know. Really? So so it's nice. I think that that's really interesting. As like a, just, as like female strippers, like, Mm -hmm. I would say 70% of our job is talking. Yeah. It's like we have to convince people. Yeah. <laughs> convince them really of what? We have to convince that care. to yeah, care. Yeah, that we <laughs> so, care. Cause I well, like... not that we care, but it's also like that they should care about us, that they oh. should spend a lot of money on us, mm-hmm. and whatever, that we have like Gosh. a special chemistry. That sounds hard. Girlfriend that sounds so experience, hard. but also the. It is a lot of girlfriend experience stuff. Yeah. That's but so... that's not. I mean, how is it, I guess, to not be doing that to not be taking my clothes off right now oh <laughs> or, <laughs> yeah how is that? <laughs> um it's kind of cold in this room so it's nice it's nice to be clothed yeah maybe right i now. should roll up my sleeves yeah roll up okay sleeves. let's do it literally <laughs> and figuratively uh, let's and do figuratively. it so um you're a male stripper how long have you been dancing and how'd you get into it i've been dancing for six years on and off um I'd say uh, the majority of those six years on. Um, I only took a couple breaks when I was in a relationship. Oh, really? You know, yeah. Trying to put my best foot forward. Really? Was um, it like the your partner at the time just didn't? You know what? I mean, it was not. It was completely my decision. No one ever asked me to stop. Oh. But um, I just knew that. I know what it is like the really? whole stripping deal, and you know, grinding, bumping, grind, <laughs> and all that jazz. So it's just is better if I was trying to make it work or I was trying to make it work to uh-huh. not be uh, dancing at that time so anyways so yeah uh, six years um, about and how did I start dancing yeah yeah I, I want the whole origin story okay so at a younger age I was like 18 or 19 you know I used to take advantage of Halloween Take advantage uh, of Halloween. Yeah, oh. to dress like a fucking slut. Halloween. Yeah, hey. exactly. So I would like specifically dress up like a cop stripper oh. or like a firefighter stripper That's or like cute. just things like that. Just yeah. like hoe out. I used to go like to raves and things like that. So try to get a bunch of attention mm-hmm. um, from the opposite sex. So did you and, get a lot of attention? Yeah, I did. Yeah. It worked. And <laughs> I did. It worked. It worked. So, yes. I, wish I mean, I feel like I don't <laughs> see enough like slutty firemen and right. I feel like yeah. I we need more slutty firemen and slutty cops if you're listening. So yeah, I think so. Make that Honest. happen. 
Honestly, yes. Holland's I mean, we have too up. many regular cops and too many regular firemen, exactly. and we would like some more slutty ones. Exactly. So <laughs> that's um, where it all spawned. Um, and then, yeah, the idea of like you know being a stripper, I thought it was you know cool and sexy, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. and then um, you know I moved out of my parents' house when I was about 21 years old. Mm-hmm. And around that same time, uh, the movie Magic Mike came out. It's like something around like 2012, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm 28 now. Uh, so that's where it kind of fortified the idea where, I, you know, I I didn't watch it by myself. I'm just say that my, oh. my girlfriend at the time, uh, she's my ex-girlfriend. She put it on and I watched it with her and I didn't think I was going to enjoy it as much as I did. Uh-huh. So it was really cool. Um, and I thought that, hey, this is something I would really like to do. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, I moved out of my parents' house um, after I split with my with that, with that girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was kind of not strapped for cash when I moved into my first apartment, but I could, you know, Once use something to supplement, yeah. my, supplement my income. Yeah. So I heavily pursued male stripping, did a lot of research online. All I found online were like gay strip clubs and agencies for house party strippers strippers mm-hmm. so like you know you show they order someone online mm-hmm. and then you just show up to their house so i was like yeah none of neither of those are for me and my first idea of stripping was that there was going to be a, like a club dedicated to you know heterosexual strippers mm-hmm. yeah. which there aren't any yeah um, there aren't there aren't you and that's a, a common even, misconception. Not even in Vegas? There's in Vegas, but not in L.A., what yeah, I mean to say. Yeah. Not in L.A., O.C. Uh-huh. I wasn't planning on moving. I had yeah, like, you know, a steady yeah. job, all that jazz, so 9 to 5. So um, I was looking you know, for something local, and they don't offer those you know, services at a business or a location. So I kind of gave up on, a li- on it for a little while, and then... At this time, I was like a baby douchebag still, so <laughs> I was like, you know, you know, just posting like shameless, shirtless selfies. You were just like a baby slut. I was a baby yeah. slut. I was. I You're was not a, a douchebag. Oh, There's nothing. Well, about that, exactly. well, I mean. No, I was a baby douchebag. No, I, was. I mean it's it's more like douchey if you're like hurting people in the process. Well, I don't, well, whoa, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I, it's, I think I think your du- definition of douchebag is different from person to person. Okay, I okay, think. I feel like so, okay, I can agree with that. Your definition is okay, something different than I. What I okay, like I was boy, a baby slut. Fine, I was yeah. a little baby slut. Uh-huh. Right, and um, you know, my barber. Uh, made fun. He made a joke about one of my shameless shirtless selfies, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, kind of referred to me as a stripper. And I, it was a joke. It was merely a joke. But I had at that time just you know given up on my dream of stripping. Aww. And uh, I said, "Oh, how'd you know I was trying to be a stripper?" And he says, oh, "Well, one of my other clients is a dancer, and he was telling me he's looking for like a a roadie." So Aww. someone to like pick up his money, um, you know, carry all of his his uh, his bags or whatever, his boombox, that type of deal, and he put me in contact with him, and the rest is history. I kind of you know just went to a few shows. That was my training. The first show I ever went to, uh, you know, I went suited and booted. I was like so nervous. I did not know what to do. <laughs> suited I, like, and booted. Describe that for me, please. Um, that's like you know, nice shoes, polished slacks. Nice belt, tucked in oh, shirt, ironed, cute. all like creased out. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> uh-huh. like slicked back hair, like kind of looking like his pimp actually <laughs> when I showed up. But um, yeah, the first show I ever went to, the girls 
ten, like 10, 15 minutes into the show, they just undressed me. Mm-hmm. Like they did it for me and I just started dancing at Whoa. every party I went to with him. So yeah, that's like my training um, for that summer. How did that feel the first time whenever they like took off your clothes? Well, I was kind of... Uh, I was kind of high on Adderall and oh uh, alcohol, so I mean, I was pretty in the zone, and it, it was pretty exhilarating. Yeah, it was, there's a lot of, uh, you know, uh, endorphins. Uh, I was pretty happy with it. Yeah. Um, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun, and yeah, that was actually like the very first show I went to. The girls were just like really out of hand and crazy. I feel like Adderall is like one of the least like sexy drugs. It's like (laughs) when I'm on Adderall, there was like this meme that was like, um, this guy like texted his dealer and he was like, bruh, I can't jerk off. And the dealer was like, hmm, the blood goes to your brain tonight, sir. (laughs) Like, that's kind of the vibe I feel like. I've never tried. I've never like. I don't think I've ever like done like tried Adderall or any like ADD medicine. That was my first time I ever did Adderall too. (laughs) That was my first time I did it. Yeah, my 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 trainer. You know, he 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 gets what his uh, preferred drug of choice was Mm. before we went to a show. So. Why? Um, what was his like reasoning behind that? Like, what did it do for him? Um, I don't know. Put him in the zone, I suppose. I mean, it put me in the zone too. You could I talk mean, r- really well to people. Mm. Um, I can imagine that being super useful because, like, yeah. I am so I have ADHD like really intensely, and so whenever I'm like talking to people, I think I'm just kind of like. I wish you guys could see. Unfortunately, podcasting is not a visual meeting or a medium, but uh, there were a lot of faces involved. Yeah. Um, mm, so I could see that being good. Yeah. Do you still ever? No, no, I don't. It was just just that one time. In the very moment. beginning stages of of stripping Aww. that. I felt like I needed Adderall yeah. before I went to a show. And get drunk, of course. Like I felt Both. like I needed Whoa. to be yeah, inebriated in order to take my clothes off. But anyhow, really? that's not the case anymore. Well, yeah, I mean, was it like, were you nervous? Yeah, yeah, I was super nervous. Yeah? Definitely. What were you nervous about? Gosh, um, there's a number of things. Uh, I mean, one, you know, I'm with this stripper who knows what he's doing and I don't want to look like you know novice or I'm worried about the size of my penis or like what's it gonna look like am I wearing like is um the underwear I'm wearing nice is there you know it's just Mm -hmm. just really simple things like almost like you're gonna have sex with a girl for the first time and you're like nervous about getting naked in front of her it's like it's kind of like that that. it's kind of like that yeah Yeah. it's kind of what it was like for me I was just like nervous about getting naked in front of people (laughs) is my vagina ugly like what about my (laughs) boobs like do they curve right oh gosh (laughs) (laughs) yeah so um yeah so that that was that was how I got into stripping and whenever like they started taking off your clothes like what did you think? Were you that I was? You're like, is it happening? You're like, it's I was happening. like, yes, yes. <laughs> you're like, yes, help me. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. I was, I was, I, yeah. Was it I think hot? I mentally, pre- I mentally prepared myself. No, they weren't hot. They weren't. They were not hot. These but girls. was the experience hot though? Because like, oh, was... I feel like sometimes like the experience like they oh, don't have to be hot, but it can still be hot. You know? Mm, no, I was not aroused. No, I was not aroused by the experience. <laughs> it was exciting, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. not exhilarating. It was exhilarating. Yeah. I feel like with Adderall, like that would be like the feeling. It would just be like, <laughs> wow, interesting. Oh my god, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, <laughs> there are a lot of yeah. hands right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow, like baby's first orgy, except mm. not. <laughs> 
So um, you have like a dance background. Yeah. So growing up at a very young age, well, my mother's a, a ballet folklorico instructor. So um, I grew up dancing very young. I was like four or five years old. And for those of you who don't know what ballet folklorico is, it's traditional Mexican dancing. Mm. And there's different styles of ballet folklorico. And it's um, differentiated by um, the region where that where that form of dancing comes from there's like different costumes different outfits uh different styles of dancing but so i did that at a very young age um in what region do you know jalisco oh, uh, michoacan mm-hmm. and veracruz oh i'm a, a pocho it, we refer to mexican people refer to as a pocho and that's a whitewashed mexican oh. so what i don't burn. speak spanish yeah so Wait, i mean like that's yeah. like me about puerto rico yeah that's, yeah. that's us as puerto ricans yeah it's, it's kind of sad right it's really it sad. feels <sighs> rough people are like oh you're like you know and then i'm like well not not really yeah i try i, I try. know so so many people try to speak spanish to yeah. me all the time and then like they bash me later on for not speaking spanish yeah. you know and i really wish i did my parents both speak spanish and mm-hmm. Exactly, right? I'm just like, couldn't you? I feel like I lost my heritage almost. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of sad. Yeah, especially in LA, like where everybody speaks Spanish. And then, like, there's like, you know, like, even like Caucasians, like white people speak better Spanish than I do. I'm like, oh, Oh, that's the real burn. I know. (laughs) Don't don't rub it in. And I feel like it's like weird at this point, I could have put in the effort to like become fluent Mm. because now I'm like 24. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. Oh I feel like gosh. I'm just so discouraged by the fact that I just wasn't taught Spanish as I was growing up that I just like, <laughs> I push it to it's the kinda side. It's kind of like, it's hard too because I know a little bit of Spanish, but it's just like I'm scared to try because yeah. I know I'm not doing yeah. it well. Like, yeah. it well. You know, like they smell the gringo on yeah. you. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> like so, I wish it was my parents' Spanish. But yeah. anyway, so like you... Uh, learned various like regional styles so you have like this kind of at least cultural dance tradition yeah yeah so i mean with performing growing up like on stage because we did a lot of performing my mom was basically like selling our 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 skill set to like (laughs) quinceaneras and like weddings of course she's cashing out i'm pretty sure people pay they pay good money for like you know mariachis and like entertainment exactly she's managing (laughs) us like cashing out on our performances when we were little kids like you know like little cute look you oh my my little sister was like my dance partner so she's like um two years younger than i am so it's like five and seven year old that's so precious so um there was there's four of my sisters and myself and we all uh, danced growing up so um it helped me a lot like growing up because I used to hate it when I was younger but I ended up growing up to love it mm-hmm. my mother made me dance like I wanted to do football I wanted to do sports but she would not let me do any of that wow. and like you know um it's kind of like a blessing in disguise like I hated it as a kid I uh-huh. ended up loving it when I got into like my my teen years uh-huh. um because I mean, you could be, like, just, really smooth, too. Yeah, exactly. It's just, like, so much fun to be on stage and, like, you know, get a lot of attention and things like yeah. that. There's competitions and such. So uh, now I see it's just, like, I had so much experience in getting on stage when I was younger. Like, taking my clothes off is, you know, feasible. Mm-hmm. It's it's And I could do it. And, you know, after six years, now I do it well. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah, I kind of owe all my... My uh, <laughs> my stage presence to my mom. Thanks, yeah, mom. thanks, mom. <laughs> I hope you're listening to this. I wish we Just could kidding. air this on Mother's Day. Oh wow! <laughs> I'm sorry, mom. Oh no! Don't I love say you. that. Don't say that. 
I feel like I can shout out to my mom for, like, I don't know, for my dance skills because she was a dancer and, like, she raised me to, like, be able to go into, like, the splits pretty young and just, like, dancing all the time. And, like, we, I was always in, like, dance classes. And, mm. um, and so I feel like I just had, like, that in me. And because of her, and so it was just like, well, stripping comes a lot easier to me. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, it's just like kind of surprising, like whenever you discover these things. Or for me, I found it was surprising. Um, so I've watched you perform, and your routine is pretty amazing. Is it improvised or is it like choreographed? There's a choreography. Now, um, after I started dancing, um, when I first started dancing, it was a lot of improvisation improvisation mm -hmm. where I didn't know what I was going to do when I showed up. I would just do the whole bump and grind thing and kind of like mindlessly just dry hump girls <laughs> and get away with it. Yeah. But um, yeah, since then I, I have enrolled myself in like other dance classes like hip hop dancing and um, I did uh, dance professionally in bachata. Oh. So I do bachata dancing. Oh. Um, it's like, uh, it's another form of uh, yeah. Hispanic yeah, yeah, dance. Yeah, you know yeah, what it is, yeah. right? It's like yeah. even bigger than salsa now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, I dance that professionally now. And um, I kind of picked up a lot of different moves uh, recently, so I've been able to incorporate those into my routine now, and <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of fun. So some of it's improvised, uh -huh. um, the majority of it is uh, choreographed. Really? How does yeah. it go? Like, I mean, like, How's can you describe going? it? Yeah, could you, like, walk us through an the event? Wa the walk-in? Yes. Okay, so there's always a walk-in. That's, like, the most important part. Oh, my so God, please. When you first walk in is when you set the yeah set the tone mm -hmm. when you first walk into a show i'm talking about for clubs mainly because mm -hmm. with the clubs the only time they see you is while you're on stage yeah. you know it's like walking to someone's house and talking to them so um you gotta you know set the tone for the stage presence and then uh i break out into this choreography so my walk-in is mainly just me trying to be a badass mm -hmm. and just like staring everyone down slowly smoldering I, gaze exactly <laughs> you know what i'm saying so um, after that, it breaks into the choreography, and then I do the flips towards the end, like all my stunts, mm -hmm. where I, I do try to incorporate girls into my show where I can bust, bust a move with them, uh -huh. mm -hmm. except that can change depending on if there's any girls that are... Like the right size, or if they're wearing or the right clothes, because or if they're, if they're flexible enough. To exactly, yeah. because some girls like can't be doing the moves I want to do if they're wearing a tight dress. Like yeah. so, it's kind of yeah. I kind of have to pick out and like find the right girl. Or if uh, you're like dancing include. for aunties. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like you maybe they have hurt, some. You don't want to hurt problems. anyone. Yeah, you don't want to hurt anyone. Like yeah, because honestly, the moves that I do are are could be dangerous yeah i mean so you do some like flips on top of people yes. like i what? saw you yeah. do like a sh kind of shoulder stand on a woman's lab yes and like kind of twerk like in that yeah. shoulder stand <laughs> and then you like flipped her upside down and stuff yeah it got a little wild so yeah, i mean I it's mean, it's really impressive usually i prep the girls before i just i don't just like <laughs> select them so. so as an aside oh. the the woman who was with you in that show we we performed together at raising hell and that's oh. how we met okay um, yeah yeah so like did did she know she knew Oh, she knew. And I prepped her. Okay, you knew. Did you know her before? No. So she was like, you prepped her, but like. Yeah, I saw her and I was like, damn, she's hot. And she's wearing pants. <laughs> but she was one. not ready. She's the one. Yeah, she was. I mean, she was really hot. She only had like one like 
uh, wardrobe malfunction moment. Oh, geez, what happened? I didn't even realize. Oh, her her like shirt flipped up for a second. Oh, there were gosh. some titties that flew out, but it nice. was yeah. I guess nice. you like missed that's, it. You were in the moment. That tends to happen sometimes. Actually, <laughs> that's not the first time. This Part happened. of the trade. Part of the trade. Part of yeah. the, you know, the risk of uh, yeah. enjoying the show. Yeah. Wait. So. so, what's a shoulder stand? Sorry. So, you describe it. Are you talking about the, the chair? Like, where yeah, we're well, yeah. So the girl's sitting down in the chair. Mm-hmm. And I actually got this move off of Magic Mike. I mean, it's it's in Magic Mike too. Okay. <laughs> Shout out Magic Mike yeah. too. <laughs> Thank you, Magic Mike. I've got to watch. Sometimes now. the sequel so, is better than yeah, the original. So, um, Wait, what's Magic Mike about, real quick? Magic Mike's about male strippers. <gasps> oh. Oh my goodness! Come on, you didn't. You knew this. I don't have any like media savvy at all. Like no. I've hardly seen. I watched cartoons up until this past year. I oh think, my goodness! Come <laughs> on, you gotta watch Magic Mike. Yeah, you I, have to. I will. It's just a move where a girl sitting down in a chair, like so, mm-hmm. like I'm sitting, and then I posi- can I just show you instead or not? No, no that's not a visual so media. Position, position you like with your legs I slightly put open. My arms here mm-hmm. on either side of the legs are here and then my shoulders are resting on her Whoa. legs yeah and then i'm like doing a handstand up and in the air yeah your head is kind of like between, between her, her knees legs. yeah, yeah. My, my head's in between like down yeah. below here oh i could see that's like a hot down thing here. to do yeah. yeah and then i put my legs up here and so then, you're like, so your junk is kind of like face level face. yeah exactly, oh yeah. it's crazy yeah. oh my god so my dick's like right there yeah you know? <laughs> yeah and Right there. Right there. Right there. <laughs> and then I like do the splits, and then I come back, and then I do like a flip off the chair mm-hmm. onto the floor. Oh mm-hmm. my god! Anyways, yeah, the acrobatics and, and you kind of like you took her along with you so that she's in like this kind of like almost like doggy style like floor position. Yes. And then you like do the whole like dry humping thing, mm-hmm. <laughs> slap that ass. Yes. How do you manage to like toe this line of like being sexy but not being creepy with women? Because I feel like the creep factor is like, that's well, a thin line with women. Yeah. You know what? I, I'm not going to say I'm not creepy because I'm definitely <laughs> creepy. I, I'm definitely creepy. But at these sorts of that. things, I think they want that, right? I, well, I mean, it's you like, think they, they know what they signed up for, and that's why I prep them as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I prep them as well. Like, if I if I have the time, I will show them a video of what's going to happen. Oh, yeah. that's nice. I okay. let them know what's going to happen, so then they're not, like, yeah. going to ruin the show, like, get up and walk away, and then I don't have, you know, what am I yeah. going to do? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna. It's not going to look good. So I, I always prep the girls. Not always. Like, I try to prep the girls. You try. I try to, but it never have I ever... Picked a girl and she walked away from me and got upset. I mean, uh, that's I feel never like we got to hold up our fingers. I mean, because <laughs> you're doing something super impressive too. I feel like yeah. if there isn't like. There's a spectacle element. Yeah, of it. there's real impressive like acrobatics going yeah, on. Yeah, it's, it's, it's cool. I like it. So, I mean, I'm the only one that does those moves that that's I've seen. That's so cool. And that's kind of like my whole. Um, that's basically like the, the your signature the signature exactly the signature move is the chair flip and then what you described was when I pick her off the ground and like she ends up on my shoulders mm-hmm. so yeah at, at um, my residency at Hunkomania like they always put me last which I do I hate dancing last I'm <sighs> supposed to be like you know they save the best for last yeah. or whatever but like when you're last like the girls are already like cashed out yeah you know? so it's like I don't want to be last. Like no. I'm, I'm the best one. I should be probably. I should in the have middle choice somewhere. somewhere. Throw me in the middle. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, anyways, that kind of sucks. Um, yeah, that's annoying. With like, I mean, because you only have so much cash in that yeah. situation. Yeah. So, anyways, but um, yeah, it's a signature move because nobody wants to go after me because then 
you know uh, it's yeah. like oh they got, you gotta follow that act type yeah. of deal but I mean they either have, they have to like make up with it like make up with really good looks or something yeah <laughs> they can't they can't match you with the acrobatics oh <laughs> yeah so that's that's uh so you're that's so you're like move. contracted through this company right um yeah there's several agencies well how do you okay how do you do it how do you con- get how do you in contact get contacted? With them? Yeah, how do you get contacted? Well, once I all? once I started dancing and I you know mm-hmm. got ex- experienced, uh, you could just go online just like I did when I first started going online online and searching for male stripping. Um, uh, you know, uh, different different uh, ways to, to uh, be a male stripper. You just go on there. There's ways you can contact them. The email call them whatever just send them your pictures mm-hmm. that type of deal if they want they can put you on the website usually it's all it's all catfish um, mm. basically like all the websites have photos of like male models that yeah. don't actually work for the company oh. so then the girls like select whoever these guys are uh-huh. and then I show up and they're like hold on I ordered like a 6-4 black dude you're not <laughs> you're not diesel I'm like <laughs> Hi, I'm J-Rock. Nice to meet you. Hi, I'm not Diesel. Hello. But, uh, yes. Uh, but for, uh, for the most part, it's just the agencies. You contact them, send in your photos, and if they want to use you, they can use you. A lot of it's about availability, so it's like on-call type of deal. Mm-hmm. So uh, they'll just save your number, and then they'll send out like a mass text message to all the dancers and be like, hey, I've got this party coming up. This is the date. This is the time. This is the pay. Um, location. Who can do it? And then you... You know, shoot your reply, your availability, and if they want, they'll shoot. Uh, they'll shoot you the party, or they'll give it to someone else. But do you ever work with like multiple people? Yes, yes. So, uh, you know, girls have, you know, they they, they want some variety, mm-hmm. whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, they select multiple guys, and yeah, we will have, you know, two or three guys at one party. Um, sometimes they want girls too like you'll mm-hmm. get a girl stripper and a guy stripper whatever mm. male stripper so um, you have like women in the in your con- in yeah. your agency too? yeah there's female strippers yeah there's oh, female cool. strippers that 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 work for the agency uh-huh i mean um for those girls they usually like come with someone with them like they have like a driver yeah like, yeah like it's one like a buddy of theirs yeah um because you can't like safety tra- yeah you yeah. can't travel around and show up to yeah. random houses and things like that by yeah, yourself totally. especially if you're a girl especially yeah. if you're catering to a group of men yes yeah. exactly danger <laughs> yes yes so um i have a few friends that um that they they, they work for the agency and they always have a guy with them i've done that a, a few times for them where they'll ask me to you know drive them around mm-hmm. but I mean, of course, they're paying me to do it, but yeah, yeah. yeah. So if I have nothing to do, then I I'll mean, do that's that. Good. I mean, how do you handle like the whole catfish factor? Uh. I've never been turned away from a party. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, but sometimes the girls will be upset, and um, just because they got catfish. Yeah, just because yeah. they thought they were getting one thing in. Yeah, they did exactly. Yeah. They didn't get what they ordered. I mean, th- th- I just. You charm. Play it cool. I just yeah. charm him. Yeah, Kill I just say, hey, you know what? Charm. Like, I, I'm not too sure what happened. Um, maybe the other dancer wasn't able to make it, but I'm the replacement. Like, I'm ready to do this thing. <laughs> where's the money at? Like, I'm ready to do this thing. Where's the money at? I, where's the money at? Like, I gotta. Where's the money at? So, <laughs> first thing is, first 
thing you gotta do is collect. So yeah, if, especially if you're in that situation, yeah. do not start dancing or taking your True. clothes off until you collect the money. Because so, I had to learn that the hard way. Yeah, did you accidentally do? So you learned yeah, it the hard I mean, way. What was the hard way? What happened? Just. Uh, not collecting and then the girls were just like didn't want to pay afterwards and you know they, they were just uh, did yeah. they eventually pay? Uh, no I had to pay out of pocket <gasps> pay out of pocket to cover the, the company's fee because <gasps> you know being working for the agency some agencies uh, are are more true to like you know the services that they provide than others and you know what agencies are catfishing people and you you know which ones are not um, but yeah, I've had to pay out of pocket before because that the girls didn't want to pay. Sucks. But like they like they'll like be like, oh, I'm only gonna pay half of it. So like you know you have to pay like the rest of it, whatever. So they didn't not pay me anything, but they didn't pay me the full amount. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh man, that hurts. That's yeah. gotta hurt. Yeah, you live yeah. and you learn. Yeah, you live and you learn for sure. I mean, all those yeah. like baby stripper noob moves. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's like you really so. can't help but like learn the hard way. <laughs> it's hard to like ask for money at first. I think like I've had. Yeah, I mean, it, it can be hard to ask at first until you, like, develop that as a skill. I just... It's a skill. It's, it's really, really funny, skill. like, the whole catfishing thing, because it's very similar with, like, female strip clubs in the sense that, like, we have... Like, all of the female strip clubs are decorated with, like, <laughs> portraits of people who have never worked there. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like, most of the time, it's, like, famous porn stars mm. or, like, you know, somebody and that that's, was... That's who was on the site, too. Somebody that was photographed in, like, the 80s, you yeah. know, like, somebody's mom. And, uh, and like, you're not going to find that person there. Like, you're going to see, like, a whole completely different set yeah, of girls. Yeah, they just have, like, a wall of, like, blonde hair, blue eye. Um... Yeah, and the clubs are, like, much more diverse than that. Yeah. <laughs> And just like body type wise, like yeah. there's much more diversity. Um, so how big, sidebar aside, how big is the male strip club community? I thought you were gonna ask a different question right now. <laughs> <laughs> how big? How big is the male? What did you call it? The male strip club or male stripper community? It's it's relatively small. Mm -hmm. I would describe it as relatively small. I mean, um, there's only a handful of guys that. Are actually getting all the work um, and we all work with one another because everyone has their own agency like I have my own agency mm -hmm. um, that I will also advertise the other guys there on on my on my uh, website so um, we all feed each other's shows like if there's not a show that I, I hate to say it but sometimes I catfish people too you know? <laughs> so, like, if I just need the show I'm like hey you know what I need the, I'm just going to take the show myself, you know, mm -hmm, so, yeah. but if there's a show I can't do, I will, you know, give them the guy that they asked for if I can. Um, but, um, it's relatively small. I say there's probably about like under 10 guys in Orange County, LA area. Wow. Um, in this area, there's probably only like 10 guys that are getting, they're getting shows. Wow. I mean, I know a lot of guys that call themselves strippers, but they're just like go-go dancers. Mm -hmm. They're not really, they're not really strippers. Yeah. And I yeah. guess there's like also the divide between like the gay and the hetero like stripper communities. I'm talking about heterosexual strippers. Yeah. yeah. So I, don't, I really don't know that many uh, gay strippers. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I know that, I know heterosexual dancers that will do, uh, you know, they will perform also for gay, for gays as well. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't know any strippers that are gay i mean not yeah. openly at least yeah yeah so well i mean it's specifically like with your kind of like contracted um like residency style mm -hmm. like thing versus like the clubs that tend to be kind of more 
like catered to gay, mm-hmm. like go-go dancing too, especially. Yeah. So was there anything about male stripping that surprised you? Was there anything about male stripping that surprised me? Um, you know what? Uh, not really. No, I think I was kind of always... You were like fully prepared by Magic Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's a couple of things that, that I was surprised that actually happened to me. But not that I, I couldn't see them happening. I can, like, you know, imagine, oh, this this could happen. This could pot- potentially be a risk. Mm-hmm. What you know, was the going, surprising thing? Um, just, like, having to fight some someone's, like, husband. Oh. Um, that was, you know, surprising. Uh, was that okay? Are you... I mean, that was a long time ago, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, no, I had to, like... You know, whatever. you had to like. Fully he was fight drunk. Him? Yeah, he was drunk. I just basically beat him up real quick. I oh, mean, we were fight. I just beat him up because he attacked me. But that also happened in Magic Mike. Oh, there's a scene, so you were also prepped. See, there's oh a scene God. in Magic Mike yeah. that I actually thought was fucking hilarious, where they go to a house party together, the uh-huh. two main characters, Shannon Tatum, and then I don't know what the other guy's name, <laughs> and they go dress up as cops and. There's a bunch of college girls, mm-hmm. and uh, the boyfriends are there in the other room, which is, like, super accurate. Like, they'll, the girls will, like, put their boyfriends in one room and really? ha- make them wait. During and your party, they'll do that? Yes. Wait. Or, like, they'll put them outside or something. So like, they're not just it... out doing something else? They're, the like, boys? waiting? Yeah. The boys are, like, in the backyard, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh, what? They're, like, having, like, a little guy time, barbecuing exactly. and shooting uh, the shit? Kind of just, like, waiting there, like, Cracking shit. Cracking up like, in a cold our, one. All of our girlfriends are getting grinded on right now, <laughs> which I would imagine it being like. Yeah, okay. But I've also done co-ed parties where... The guys are there watching the show with me or with the girls. You is know? it because okay? So like, how long is your set usually? It's only an hour. It's only an hour when I do house parties. It's only an hour. And are you like dancing continuously the whole time or? Uh, I mean, dancing for an hour straight would be hard. It'd be exhausting. Yeah, that'd be exhausting. That's what I was Definitely wondering. Not, like, so do you have? Oh, sorry. Go no, ahead. no. We're saying, do I have what? times where you're just kind of like drinking oh totally no I'm, I'm like just like hanging out with the girls you know yeah, like, and so, do they like want you to do like body shots and stuff like yeah, that exactly. and, like, yeah exactly yeah so I try to mix it up so like I have time for breaks I'm not dancing continuously mm-hmm. a lot of the time during my show I'm like talking I'm like talking to the girls I'm like making announcements like cracking jokes like even when I walk oh. in I don't just like come in and start dancing like oh, okay. I, I always kind of want to like break the ice because um, I think it would be kind of nerve-wracking to have, like, a stranger in your house. Yeah. And just suddenly start taking <laughs> off their just, clothes. Like, taking his clothes That's, off, like, you know, just so. make smoldering eye contact with I everybody. Know. And it's kind of, like, That's intense, really how you know? they, like, make it look in they portray and it. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. they're just yeah. like, yeah, we hired a stripper. Or, or and it'll then be the like person just busts through. Or yeah. it'll be like somebody knocks loudly on the door and it's like, did somebody call for a firefighter? Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm like, uh, oh, there's, we got a noise complaint. Yeah. All you ladies are in violation of penal code 69. Oh 69. my god. <laughs> I, like, I have a warrant for the arrest of Selena the stripper. Hey! Gotta hire you yeah, for my so, birthday. Hey! I mean, yeah, um, there there are times where I just like bust in the door and like just rip my shirt off. I mean, like sometimes like <laughs> You're just some party, it? you gotta That's feel the, the energy. Yeah. You gotta like, you gotta, like kind of read the, the audience mm-hmm. or like your, your clientele. And I guess it depends on how turnt they are by the time you exactly. get there. Exactly. Some of the girls don't even want to hear you talk. Yeah, true. Mm-hmm. They're just like so fucked up. They just want like rip your clothes off for you like yeah they're like, already like all that's where that happens you know so they don't have any patience for that they just, <laughs> just want to see some dick you know so you gotta give the people what they want mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying um but anyways so yeah yeah i mean you were talking about like strange things that have like the things that surprised you so um, like the getting into the fight and like having men kind of sequestered off into a little room like <laughs> okay meeting. i mean other things have surprised i don't want to like jump ahead right now but um yeah, other things that have surprised me. Just I've like, never 
what? Just like baseline things. Like it doesn't have to be like just like um like dancing for couples. Oh. Like you know, like we're uh I'll I'll be ordered and show up to someone's house. It's only like a man and his wife. You know, that's oh, kind of that was that was I was surprised by that. So they didn't warn you or like say what? Uh, was... No, I didn't. I didn't know what was happening. Wait, wow. do you get like a as like oh this is a this type of party? It's like you know what it. it when I contract my own parties, of course, I get as much yeah. information that I mm-hmm. can. But when those agencies send out, you know, last minute shows, mm-hmm. they just like send you an address or something or a time or like a city and you say, I'll take it. Mm-hmm. And you just don't even have time to find out what it is because you're running from another party. You got like four shows in one night. I don't have a lot of time to get details mm, uh, like yeah. that. So I just get the address and show up and just do my thing. But um, yeah, that's that's that surprised me. Like, what is, aside from, like, finding clients, like, what stuff does your uh, residency slash agency provide? What do they provide? Yeah, do they provide anything for you, or do you, like, you bring all of it, like... Wait, can we go... Oh, you're talking about, like, equipment? Yeah. I just want to, like, pause on the, like, concept of you dancing just for, like, this... (laughs) Good this woman and... Oh, for the couple? Like, for just just two people? (laughs) How did that go? Was it, like... <laughs> it Go was for weird. It. Yeah. it was weird. So like this guy was just sitting in the kitchen, and or first I met him outside, okay. right? And it okay. was a surprise for his wife. Oh, it was a birthday. It was her birthday present, so <laughs> she didn't know. For her, right? So this was probably so, experimental for like everyone. So I, I I get out of the car, and he's it's it's he's waiting out there, and I walk up to him I'm like, okay, so you know who's the party for? He's like, oh, it's for my wife. Uh, she's sitting inside right now. She's blindfolded. Oh. And, uh, she, uh, oh he's like, the, the lights are all dim right now. He's like, what I want you to do is you're going to gla- grab a glass of wine and you're going to, you know, make her drink it. And then get a, he's like, he had a rose for me to like, to like, you know, oh. like play with her a little bit with the rose. And oh. I was like, what in the world? Like, all right, man. All right, just your wife, whatever you want me to do, I'll do it. You know, you, you <laughs> got the money? Where's, where's the money? He was going to choreograph it for where's you. Where's the money? Yeah. How so. was she? Re- oh, wait, go on. Go wait, on. okay. So he paid you up front. Of yeah, of course. Yeah. Yes. So he paid me up front. And then um, we go inside. You know, I did as I was told, instructed mm-hmm. to do. Mm-hmm. And he was just chilling in, in, the, in the kitchen with like, <laughs> super like all he's a really rich guy too like super baller like mm-hmm. with the lights all dim drinking his glass of wine like watching his, <laughs> his wife get a little lap dance mm-hmm. and uh yeah that was surprising mm. wow. things that surprised me was she about, like right? into it Did oh she... she was totally into it yeah oh. she she's actually blindfold, she's like... actually pretty hot too oh <laughs> she's actually really hot yeah. i was imagining like a really old couple for some no they reason. were probably in their mid-30s oh, okay <laughs> so it was like it was kind of hot yeah no that was hot yeah that was definitely yeah. i was aroused by that oh that's mm. hot i love it yeah. yeah and it's also like so intimate and personal which yeah is... that's kind of sweet and random yeah it really was random <laughs> it was crazy because yeah. i saw i was like i was kind of scared at first yeah you know because you don't know who you're, what you're walking into mm-hmm. and yeah she was she was pretty hot yeah and you did the rose tease and what did yep. he just like hung out watching he just watched in the back yeah he and just... and that was it you just like left after um at the end they invited me to hang out with them um they're swingers uh-huh. yeah they were swingers so uh they invited me to go to like some swingers club with them oh. but I mean, I, I was I was On booked business. for another show. Yeah, I was yeah. Mm-hmm. I was booked for another show, so I had to to bounce out from there. But um, <laughs> were you tempted? Cool. No, yeah. I mean, I thought about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
we exchanged information. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, we exchanged information. That's cute. Yeah. That's wholesome, too. Yeah. yeah, it's hot and it's also wholesome. Yeah, it was cool. Mm-hmm. It was huh. cool. Serendipitous. Serendipitous. Yeah. It's like, that's, I mean, that's definitely like whenever the husband is there and watching and telling you what to do. Yeah. <laughs> that was, that <laughs> He's was, like masterminding that was cool. this. <laughs> yeah. So it was, it was, it was a good time. How much of your work is like, women exploring their sexuality and how much of it is just like you putting on like a very like kind of okay we're gonna do this and this and then this like kind of structured show it's all it's all structured shows all structured yeah i mean hardly ever do i get a show it's not completely all structured shows. Of course, mm-hmm. there's been some shows where I show up and it's just you know a few girls that are just, oh hey like oh, oh what's what's the what's the occasion? Is there a birthday or is yeah. there a bachelorette? The girls are like oh just just fun. just because it's Thursday. Yeah. It's because exactly it's Thursday <laughs> nights three o'clock in the morning. Uh, we just want to see some want to see some dick. Okay. Like, so yeah, things things have gotten weird a little bit uh-huh. uh, in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been a while since since I've had a show like that, uh-huh. but. Yeah, that has happened. And does it? It's so like they contract you out like kind of last second for that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like what? What time do you get a call for that kind of? Like at like at two thirty and two thirty. They want like, you to be there in thirty minutes or like, now. Like immediately, ASAP. As yeah. soon as as soon as you can. And sometimes the agencies will just give you the show. Whoever can be there faster. Oh like, yeah. Okay. Whoever's you know local to where that party's at. So. What do you like? So, is your preference for shows where there's like a bigger crowd and like a higher like there's level more of money. tipping? Yeah, yeah, there's more money there. Uh, yeah. uh, normally. When what about more like girls. with a couple, like strange couple? But did they tip you? Oh yeah. Oh good. Oh yeah, he mm. tipped me a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love it. Me out. Hell yeah! yeah so. I love them. <laughs> <laughs> like I need them. They need to be in my life. <laughs> it's just, I. It's a good image. There's a lot. <laughs> So um, you are doing this for women, and women aren't, like, socialized to know how to behave in the club. Like, we all have, I mean, Mm -hmm. female strippers have a million horror stories of what women do in our club settings. Mm. Like, I've had women fully take off their shirts and bras and give their boyfriends lap dances on the floor or, like, try and come up on stage with me. Also, whenever they're just yelling around the stage while a dancer's there and they're not throwing money. Yes, baby! Yeah. No (laughs) etiquette. No strip club etiquette. Yeah. No, they don't. They they truly don't. I mean, I remember I, I used to work at Deja Vu and like we were able to like bring in bring girls on stage mm-hmm. so like say there was a girl in the audience we'd be like do you want to have your moment to be a stripper mm-hmm. and so like we would pull them on stage and they would like strip with us and stuff and whatever they were wearing and people would go wild for it because it was like oh like it's mm-hmm. like popping her cherry she's like never <laughs> been a stripper before <laughs> um so it's like a whole thing but point is wait would they get tips and stuff well i mean in the end it was up to us to decide if we wanted to give them any tips (laughs) like oh good because i would just keep the tips. yeah i mean (laughs) i made the mistake one time of like being too nice and like splitting the tips down the middle for this like civvy girl who wanted to like be well she actually really did want to be a stripper Mm -hmm. like afterwards she was like i've tried to audition here but i can't get a hold of management and i'm like that is a reasonable concern because nobody is manning these phones that's like a yeah. Yeah, she was like trying to be a stripper. So I was 
like, you know, like I split it half and half with her and we made like decent money. So I wasn't un- unhappy about it. But all the girls in the back were like, you should not have done that. You need to keep all of the money, give her like four bucks and then call it good. Yeah. But I mean, you know, she had literally gotten fully buck naked on a stage with yeah. me. So good for her. It was yeah. it was good for her. I think she I mean, she had a good time. So point being. Women aren't typically socialized to know how to behave in a club. No. So um, how do you treat? How do you teach them? <laughs> in the club. Um, well, I mean, how like how do you teach women to be good t- patrons of strippers? So there's a difference because in the club, I don't have a, a time to prep them. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't oh, have any contact yeah. with them because it's before. a showcase. Yeah, right? you just show up, and then whoever's there is there. Mm-hmm. Whoever bought a ticket to the show is there. Uh-huh. So in those scenarios, there will be girls that have large amounts of money in their lap mm-hmm. and you're dancing for them like you specifically go to them because you see they have yeah. a large a large amount of money in their lap um and they're not they don't know they're just like watching you they're like here's like, three dollars no here's they don't even dollar. tip you they're just like they're not, they just forget oh, like they just forget yeah, that oh it's, this is a stripper i'm supposed to tip him because yeah. he's dancing and uh-huh. you know his junk's in my face i'm mm-hmm. supposed to put money in, in his in his underwear so like i'll don't grab their money for them. I'll like grab her hand and kind of like, like run it down my body into mm-hmm. her lap, yeah. and then like okay, and I'll yeah, be like okay, yeah. you're when... supposed to do this. I'll like t- say make a comment, say okay, you're supposed to grab that. You're supposed to put that mm-hmm. here, and kind of just like <laughs> yeah. walk them through it, you know, because uh-huh. they don't they're not intentionally doing it. They just don't know what to do. It's yeah. like kind of the equivalent of like uh, snapping my garter. Like I'll just like okay. be on stage and I'll like snap yeah. my garter at people. And be like okay, now this is like where you okay. put the money okay. if you're looking at me. All right, I like that. Okay, so I'll. I'll do, I'll do the little money. This is what I'll do. Oh, yeah, yeah. I do I'll the do same thing. Oh, yeah. I'll do this. I, like, I do like this. Uh, so okay. you like rub your fingers oh, together like you're like, like where's hey, the moolah exactly, kind of gesture. Yeah. <laughs> and then I do the one where it's like as though you're like. Making it rain. Oh, yeah. The it making rain. it rain gesture. That's, I like that. I'm yeah. going to start doing that. Like, I'm like, yo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because it's like. ASMR, you okay. guys. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. It's an ASMR moment. So, <laughs> but this um, is this is a yeah. good one. So, mm-hmm. I, like, I'll see girls like they'll like be trying to call me over to their to their group uh-huh. or something like that, or to their bachelorette or whoever they want me to give a dance to, and I'll mm-hmm. kind of just do the little, you know, money rub, gesture, money like, gesture, mm-hmm. like uh-huh. you know, where, where's like, the moolah? Lure, lure yeah. me in with some money. Exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll come to you. You got some money. Uh huh. So, um, for, as for the club, now, um, I, I, and for the club, I've known other guys that will just grab their money and oh. throw it up in the air like he'll yeah just, oh my gosh do that that's like that's definitely a thing that savage. girls do too yeah they savage will. is like grab their like 40 bucks and like boom that's like, that's like a thing you see at like uh sam's after dark and Hoffbrow. they'll just like yeah. grab a stack and throw it on themselves yeah dude, so i've seen dudes do that before <laughs> but i'm not that savage, savage. i'm not oh. that savage dude like but i don't I mean, know it's out it's out hey, hey for real time. once it's on <laughs> if the floor, i can touch she, it what is she gonna do like yeah pick it up i mean yeah but then I don't know. I mean, you don't want to get disciplined. Yeah, yeah. these guys might give you, a, they might give a bad review or something. Yeah. But, and they do take he their reviews pretty serious. He took all of my money and threw it on himself. <laughs> I was mortified. Like, it sounds like a Karen, like something, somebody named Karen, Karen wrote that review. Anyways, um, so for the house parties, I have time to prep the girls. So usually what I'll do is I'll send a text message um, with the word tips in it. Mm-hmm. Um, numerous times they'll say something along the lines of um, your dancer uh, if they don't know who I am or mm-hmm. I'll say hey I'll be arriving at this time mm-hmm. uh, just to confirm this is the amount that's due upon my arrival mm-hmm. I kind of like set that already before I show up so I don't have to 
ask yeah. where's the money at you know so yeah. I'll just be like hey this is the amount that's due upon my arrival uh, just in case uh, your guests or any of your guests were not didn't have enough time to be prepared financially mm-hmm. I have um, change for tips uh, the games that we'll be playing will involve these tips uh, so just let your guests know that if they don't have time, I do accept Zelle, PayPal, all this mm-hmm. Cash App or whatever. Uh-huh. If they need singles, like I like I got money. Yeah, if you yeah. need the money, because mm-hmm. we're gonna, you know, I'm hey, I'm there to I make got some money. Your money. Yeah, don't exactly. you worry. So, exactly. So yeah, so I have time to do that um, when I have a, a house party. Um, but uh, when I show up to the party, I'll have to like do like a. Like a little walkthrough of what to do. If they like something, I'll like have my own money, the, those singles, and I'll throw it up in the air. I'll say, hey, if this if you see something you like, this is what you do to show appreciation. I'll just like make it rain real quick. Mm-hmm. So they kind of like, you know, yeah. it's, it's okay. Yeah, exactly. It's okay to make it rain. I just kind of throw yeah. the money up in the air. And I'm ladies. sure that that's like exciting too because yeah. they're like, oh, make it rain. Yeah. I think I've only ever had one patron experience like where I was. But it was okay. So I went to a bar. Um, this is like relevant. I'm gonna tie it in. Okay, okay. tie it in. <laughs> um, I went to like um, a barcade with like some friends, and I didn't know that there was going to be a drag show that night mm-hmm. um, at all. I, it was just like this thing just opened. Let's mm-hmm. go. So, um, like people were throwing money and stuff, um, but it looked like it was like. I didn't really know what the etiquette was, and I was like, well, I have, like, this... I only have, like, five singles, oh my and God. I was just like, am I supposed to? I'm just here to play the games, but I feel bad because there's this show going on mm-hmm. in the background. And I was like, if I do throw five ones, it's going to look really stupid. <laughs> where do I put it? Do I secretly, like, kind of... <laughs> Sprinkle it on the ground? Yeah. Like you're sowing some seeds. <laughs> um, so I feel like there's, like, a, a weird sort of... And, I mean, that's for... I wonder if it has anything to do with sort of, like, how I've been socialized or anything. Well, yeah. I mean, it's just, like, it's not part of, like, your coming-of-age experience, like, go to a strip club and watch other people do it. Yeah. I feel like you learn by seeing and, like, having your little, like, in-person tutorial of this is what rain looks like. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Here's a drizzle and here's (laughs) rain. (laughs) I like that. I'm going to use that. I like it. And then here's like, what what do they do whenever they just kind of like you? Sometimes I can't even tell that a customer is tipping the stage because it just like they kind of like hold it and like they want you to slide over and literally (laughs) pick it up from them. Yeah. Oh man, it's confusing. Mm -hmm. So you so you have to like literally teach women. You're like, Mm -hmm. this is how it goes. Yeah. And are women, do they like learn pretty fast? Do they get it? Uh, some of them, some of them do. Do some of them stay pretty stingy? Some of them, st- they still don't get it. They yeah. still don't get it. Even if you tell them, they yeah. still don't get it. But um, yeah, some girls are actually, you know, not everyone is uh, ignorant to uh, tipping and, and, and st- stripper etiquette, so mm-hmm. to speak. But yeah. I mean, some girls know how to cash you out. So yeah. those are, those are nice. Yeah. When they already know what to do. That's a good treat. Yes. Oh, that's so refreshing whenever somebody knows how to, like, properly make it rain on you. Mm-hmm. And, like, usually you have to, like, in my experience, I have to put in a lot of work to, like, get them to the point where I'm like, okay, like, when I go up, you're going to make it rain, right? And they're like, yeah, I'm going to. And I'm like, you're for sure going to. And then they call my name. I'm like, come with so me. You, so do you prep your, dance, or your, your clientele, too? Yeah, to some degree. I mean, okay. like, for me... 
I something that women are not taught is how to be assertive about telling people what money they need to spend on you. Mm. So I'm like, well, it's different with Rain because like our tips come mostly from dances. So I'm like, okay, so you're buying this dance, and it's like, let's say, um, it's two hundred dollars. It's two hundred ten dollars, and I'm getting like half of that or whatever. And so I'm like, okay, so you, a typical tip would be like twenty percent. So think of it like a bill. Like if you're at a restaurant, what is twenty percent? So you'd be like, okay, so that would be like twenty one plus twenty one, so, so forty two. Well, I, no, I like sometimes we'll oh. make them do math, but I'll be like, it'd be like about forty. And like if I'm rounding down, or I'll be like, or oh, forty five would be awesome. Go to fifty. Why not? <laughs> so I like have like very obvious asks. I'm like, okay, so you should tip me like thirty dollars right now. Just tell them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think it's because, like, men are accustomed, maybe, I mean, tell me if I'm wrong, but, like, I think men are accustomed to, like, having people demand things of them directly, you know, like, this is this, or, like, this is this much. Or do you feel like... Well, when you're paying for something, yeah, you know what you're paying for. Yeah. uh, I mean, even, even, like, with tipping or things, like, I feel like people are comfortable, like, being assertive with, like, men will haggle you, or men will, like, be more overt about, like you know, the, the deal or the business. Yeah. I don't, I don't pay for that many services and I'm not, like, <laughs> I really don't go to strip clubs to be honest with you. Yeah. Do you, okay. What about, uh, eating out? Do you tip? Yeah. Possibly? Yeah. Except it says, it tells you right at the bottom of the bill how much to tip. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the ideal situation. See, you they should just do that or all like, the time Yeah. for everybody who doesn't want to do math. Yeah. Well, for me, I always just like round cause I don't want to like round to like have sense. Like, Oh, this is like 98 cents. Mm, true. How do you feel about women touching you? I think it's a sign of acceptance. Oh. And it's 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 definitely a good thing because mm. it shows that you're they're not completely afraid of you or mm-hmm. scared of you. Um because some of the people are just afraid of me when I show up and like they're freaking out like screaming screaming at the top of their lungs if I get near them. Oh. Um, yeah, like well, you know, they're Yeah. That's women are exciting. very fragile beings oh, sometimes. That's sometimes. <laughs> well, I mean, I think it also, like, just some people are much more sensitive about that. They're like, oh, my God, bodies and nudity. They haven't had Never. sex in, like, you know, years or something like that. Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah. A girl actually, I, I was dancing on Saturday at Hunkomania. I walked up to her. She's like, I haven't had sex in six months. And I was like, what the hell? Whoa. What the? <laughs> she's like, said it. Like, that was the first thing she blurted out. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Dude, dads and husbands tell that to me all the time. They're like, yep, we haven't had sex in 15 years. Oh, my God. Is that that, it's, like, it's supposed to be a joke, right? No. Is it supposed to be a joke? No, no. Because like, I laughed. Okay, so. I laughed. I thought it was hilarious. Oh, whenever she said it? And I even told her, I was like, I'm going to talk about this in the podcast. I'm going to be in oh on Tuesday. She's like, what's the name of the podcast? I'll look it up. Shout out. Wow. Oh, my God. That's well, like, hey, hope you got it. I mean, yeah, I hope, she, I hope she got this. it. You know, got some. She's going to hear this. <laughs> we, we're staying in touch. Good. Oh. Ooh. Steamy. Foxy. Steamy. Whatever. Um, but, like, yeah, I mean, I feel like people really do confide, like, the last time that they had sex. Because, like, whenever you're, like, a sex worker interacting, sometimes they'll just, mm. like, what? <laughs> it's, like, just the first thing that comes to mind, they blurt it out. Yeah. I always want to like, ask, because sometimes people look like they haven't had sex in, like, a really long time. And I'm, like, how are you doing? Like, <laughs> <laughs> how are you doing? 
How are you doing? doing? No, this like, guy. This guy was like, "Yep, my wife and I haven't had sex in 15 years, and that's why I'm able to come here. And we have a don't ask, don't tell policy. And uh, sometimes I hook up with people, but pretty much only the one people here." I'm like, very nice. Great, thanks for, the, <laughs> thanks for the thanks for the book report. Yeah, <laughs> on your sex life and your wife. Um, so you said it was like a sign of like them accepting you. Yeah, a sign of acceptance. Um, some of the girls, you know, are extremely handsy, and I feel like they might be even doing it just to kind of like make a joke of it. Mm. You know, like mm. just like oh look at me, I'm grabbing the stripper's cock. You know, like yeah. let me like grab it in a really not sexy way. Like mm. some girls were like um, will will. Like slap my ass. I hate when getting my ass slapped. I hate that so much, especially mm. when like you're outside or something. Uh-huh. I hate doing shows outside. So like when you're oh, outside, really? you have them outside in a backyard. Well, I don't have them. They have them outside, and mm. I'm just there. And like their kids are, dude. Sometimes you go into some situations where like, there's kids there. <laughs> really, there are what? children. There's children, and I'm just like, you know what? Like the kids gotta. Like they'll be holding their kid. Like no, I've had like where there's babies present. You know no. what I mean? Yes. That is so... And I'm just like, I can't do kids. Like, kids got to go inside. Like, yeah. I can't. If they, if they can see me through the windows, I'm not going to dance. Like, yeah. I'll just let them know. I'm not cool with that at all. And it's all. also yeah. like you could get, like, a sex offender. Yeah. Dude, like, I, I've, I've actually, I regret, when I was a baby stripper, I've actually done a show, like, where there was a child present oh. the entire time. And I it was me and my, one of my good buddies. Uh, the one that got me into stripping, mm-hmm. and we were both doing it. And it was just so uncomfortable. Like the baby started crying. It was oh, the kid was probably God. like old enough to know what was going on. Yeah, like you know, like five or six years old. I was like, uh, yeah. Anyways, that was really uncomfortable. I was a baby stripper. I like didn't know how to say no at that time. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I didn't know my boundaries, yeah. things like that. But yeah, when you're going to people's homes, people just have the weirdest sense of I don't know their boundaries and what they think is okay they're like we're gonna invite a male stripper and have our children there yeah (laughs) and and you know what I'm not I'm not trying to be racist but like it's mainly Hispanics that do that yeah mainly Hispanics that I encountered that do that type of stuff really yeah I feel like there is something in like the Latinx community where like there's just this like sex is kind of everywhere. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. open. Sexuality is like completely open. Yeah, yeah, it's like you see like all of like the erotic kind of art, and that's even just like it could be spiritual art. But there's like a mm-hmm. naked lady in there, yep. like and a yep. really buff man holding her. Like, yep, <laughs> it's just like out there. True. So. Anyways, but <laughs> yeah, I've, I have encountered some some. Uh, so that ooh, I should have said that when you asked me. Well, you anything did. that surprised you me. Yeah. yeah, that surprised me. I didn't like it. It was not a good surprise. Mm-hmm. It wasn't me dancing for a hot wife. God, oh, it, was, man. it was opposite of that. So what's the deal with the the uh, spanking? You're not about the spanking. I don't like. I just don't like being. You know. Uh, I like being the dominant one, and uh-huh. just girls slapping my ass is just like mm-hmm. it's no, they can do a little tappy tap, yeah. but not like a slap. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. No, I well, I mean, that. I like that. I mean, it's like good touch, bad touch. You know, you gotta yeah, set, exactly. you got yeah. you have your own feelings about what's mm-hmm. okay. So there's that, and then I've had girls like try to do some like crazy absurd shit, like insert their finger inside of me before, which was not cool. Yeah. Before, no. like, yeah. Like, or like give me a wedgie or something like what? that. Like, uh. I'm, wearing a, I'm wearing a G-string. Like, they think it's funny. Like, we're well, not they, but like maybe one yeah. drunk um, person at the party just thought it was funny to 
you know, give the stripper a wedgie. Oh, that's so sweet. Things like that. So, so I just bounce out when things like that happen. And I was yeah. like, be like, yo, this party's over. Yeah. How often is it that, like, mm, like female customers are kind of treating it more as, like, a kind of funny entertainment Like a joke? Thing? Yeah. Um, well, I think that every single one of my shows is a mixture of both. Mm-hmm. I always make it comical, like, mm-hmm. cheesy. And then, of course, like, you know, once I start taking my... In the beginning, it's always comical. Mm-hmm. It's always trying to make them laugh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People love to laugh. So, um, but then, it, you know, of course, it always gets more sensual and more sexy, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it, when I start taking my clothes off. Mm. And, I, like, there's more R&B and things like that. Yeah. But, um, Anyways, yeah. You roll and around. So they, they also get serious when that happens too, or do oh, they? of course, just of course. There's like you get that one crazy yeah. girl, mm-hmm. it's like, like giving you a wedgie or slapping your ass. Mm-hmm. Like, if, of course, they're having a good time. They're drinking. Mm-hmm. I get that. I mm-hmm. totally get that. You're here to have a yes. good time, but like you got to respect yeah. my boundaries, though. Yeah, you know, you gotta. I'm, I'm a person. You know, there's, you're I've, a performer. I'm a performer. I've had girls like just totally disrespect me, not just like physically, but like verbally too. Yeah. Like kind of like say things such as like. I was at this party. It was a bunch of young girls too. They're mm-hmm. like twenty, twenty-one years old. Yeah. Like they're mm-hmm. they're younger. And at the end of my show, um, like I try to make a habit of picking up money throughout the show, yeah. so it's just not all over the place. Yeah. And then girls don't recycle it too, because some girls yeah, will just like they'll just pick it up and throw it again. Pick it up and throw it again. Oh so like my God. I'm not that trying is to, the wackest thing. Yeah, I'm not trying to like work that twice as hard for the yeah. money I already made. Yeah, like it's on the floor. It's, it's mine. I'll pick it up yeah, later you when I pick when that up. I want to pick it up. Oh my I'll God. pick it up. But anyway, so you know, I try to pick up my money throughout. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's kind of like the most uh, like I guess you want to say demeaning part of the job. Yeah. Uh, you just like pick it up. Where you have to like be on your knees. Exactly, your knees, like picking up money. Like that's not. Yeah. It's not the best part of the job. Yeah. So. I will kind of like wait if I if I can if like the girls aren't picking up the money mm-hmm. and I see that they're not I'll just wait till the end mm-hmm. um, to pick it up and there was this one girl that I don't know if she was trying to be she was trying to be funny yeah like she made a comment saying like oh now you gotta get on your hands and knees and pick up all these ones uh. and then like she didn't get a reaction from her friends and I you know completely ignored her yeah and I. Was, I started picking up the money. I started picking it up. Or I, mm-hmm. fr- first, I, I ignored her. Like wait, like good, like five minutes for that to pass. Yeah. So that yeah. wasn't like you know. Oh, I'm gonna do it now. Yeah, after she yeah. said it, I'm like I'm gonna make a point to not do it right now. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And then so as I start doing it, she's like, "Oh, you're finally picking up the money off the floor." Oh and I was like, God. "Bitch, oh. you know what? Fuck this money. I'm out." I just fucking like left the money on the floor oh, and I fucking got up. And then the other girls were like why'd you say that? Like, they got all mad at her and then I just, like, walked out. I was in my truck, like, packing up my things and then they came out with the money and then more money. They, like, took me out more. Like, yeah, so, I just, it would just, like, piss me off so much. I don't know why. Yeah, Yeah, no, I mean, I'm honestly kind of sensitive. I'm not gonna lie. I am a guy, I'm a a sensitive dude. I'm a sensitive dude. What's your sign? Now we have to ask. Uh, Hey, that's Clover's Corner. Clover Corner. (laughs) Okay, well. Okay, ask me, Clover. (laughs) Okay, what's your sign? I'm an Aquarius. Do you know your moon and rising? No, I don't. What is that? Um, so there are other parts of your chart you can access with your birth date, exact time, and location on various things. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, they tell you other things about your personality. So jeez, I need to look this up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Find out your Venus and Mars. I feel like those are the most interesting. Mm. Clover Corner. Okay, I'm feeling that. 
Okay, but what does that have to do with me being sensitive? We were just, it was just a curiosity thing. I feel like, okay, I, I don't know. I'm not a science person, but I feel like anytime somebody's like, oh, I'm sensitive, then somebody ends up asking, what's your sign? <laughs> so you just had to do it? I just had to do it. Everyone okay. has screening for cancers, but the joke on the joke's <laughs> on you. Us cancers are like, we tell you before you have to ask. <laughs> so. Oh, man. Um... Do you ever get boners while you dance? Yes. Yes? Yes, I do. How does it? How do you handle it? Is it a positive thing? It's definitely a good thing. Yeah. Girls like it when you have a boner. Yeah. yeah. Do you like strip down to like full boner or do you like keep a banana hammock or like underwear? Banana hammock? I know. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> I was like, I thought about it. I was like, why am I saying this? <laughs> a banana hammock. A banana hammock. Is that a term for real or is it like a... Uh, yeah, I've heard it before. Yeah. Banana yeah. hammock. Yeah, yeah. I've definitely heard it, but I mean... Like thong or like underwear, use... however you... What, what kind of do you use? the 90s. It is. So. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yes. yes. Yes, I do. Yes, I do get naked. Mm-hmm. I do get butt naked. Butt naked. Yeah. Is, it is that usually like the? Butt you know, naked? Well, it depends on it depends on me and how I'm feeling because, like yeah. I said, sometimes you don't have the best group of girls. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I don't want to. Sometimes know, it's not worth it. Sometimes it's really cold outside in the backyard. You don't want to get naked when it's cold outside. No, mm-hmm. no. Nobody wants to see that. You, you got um, situations. Yeah. So yeah. Wait, uh, how do you dance when it's cold outside? Cold. It sucks. Yeah. <laughs> it, just, it just sucks. Yeah. Like, yeah. I guess if you like really like work your body enough, you can like. Heat oh no, it. you you do, but I mean, yeah, like it, it's uh, it takes a little effort to get there. Totally. But um, yeah. So it depends on me and how I feel about whether or not whether or not I want to get naked. Um, but some of the girls do pay specifically for that. They'll pay extra oh. so to 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 make sure you get naked. But you yeah. know what? I get naked at probably like I want to say like. 80% of my parties. Oh, okay, that's nice. So, yeah, and and that's nice. That's nice. <laughs> it is nice. Yeah. No, but um, I feel like I get a lot of repeat repeat customers because I get naked. Oh. Because not all the dancers do. I'd say oh. the majority of the dancers don't. Oh. I'd say the majority of the dancers don't get naked. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I'm very comfortable with myself, and um, I know how to, like, you know, arouse myself, and I feel like in order, if I want to get naked, mm-hmm. which I normally do, I usually get yeah, yeah, you have to. Like, I make sure I kind of like you know get it going. Yeah, you gotta like the mojo. half chub. Yeah, at, le- yeah, at ch- least. Yeah, at least. say chub. Half chub. Yeah. Yeah, you get a little, you gotta have a little half chub. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody wants to see soft dick. I I mean yeah I guess that's true, unless you're like just interested in the cycles of the peen, <laughs> like the phases of the, the moon. Peen? The phases of the pain. The pain. <laughs> All right. Um. Okay, you guys. We have to take a quick commercial break. Lo-fi hip-hop's reach is unmatched by any other form of ambient music. Writing a book report and need some non-invasive tunes to get you through writer's block? Lo-fi hip-hop is there for you. Work at a coffee shop where you can't play any music with lyrics? Lo-fi hip-hop has a playlist for you. Want to listen to something that's kind of music, but like inoffensive enough for an elevator? Lo-fi hip-hop was made for you. It's the kind of hip-hop white people and Asian people can make without receiving criticism for taking up space in a genre they ain't got no business in. Is it even really hip-hop? Does it matter? Lo-fi hip-hop. For when met, is good enough. Bravo. <laughs> I've been waiting for that. Cause I, like, I saw that one and I was like... 
Okay, call out lo-fi hip-hop, because <laughs> I've just been thinking, kind of like, have you there's ha- something wrong about it. Have you? Okay, I've had that feeling for a while. I've been like, what is this genre? As much as like I will put it on to write these mm-hmm. outlines. I know. Like, <laughs> it's like, chill, yeah. I just want to call it like lo-fi beats or something. Yeah. I feel like maybe the hip-hop is what throws me off about it. Yeah, like, yeah, maybe if it wasn't called hip-hop, it might pass. It might fly. Yeah. Ambient beats. So... I'm going to read a couple of our reviews. Um, I'm going to start with this one by Just Juice 9 And this is on Apple Podcasts. Uh, I want to thank everybody who's been writing reviews. So I'm going to start reading them in our episodes. Uh, so this is by Just Juice 9 OMG. I love this podcast so much. I just started listening about a week ago and just sadly finished all available episodes. Do yourself a favor and add this to your list of things that will enlighten you. The hosts are smart, they're strong, and they bring what's usually considered to be taboo information to the table in a way that I feel most people can digest. The world needs podcasts like this. Also, tip her! I'm headed to Patreon right now to do just that. Thank you, Selena and Clover, and all of your wonderful guests for this fun and informative show. Uh, CC10145 says, Love this! Exclamation point. I listen to this with my boyfriend every day on the way to school, and we both love it. That's so cute! Heart eye face emoji. Oh! Super sweet. Hi! Um, so yeah, I just wanted to shout out everybody who's like been writing reviews, and I'm going to read some more as we go along. I just yeah, realized that I didn't talk out. about going to the Pornhub Awards. I'm oh, wait, wait. Can I actually make a corrections mansion? Correction mansion. Go for it. So, um, also, shout out to anyone who is addicted to drugs um, or, like, heroin and anything. And I don't mean to be, like, saying shit that might be, like, sensitive. And or whatever. triggering, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, maybe... Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll figure it out. But anyway, um, much love. Much love. Much support. <laughs> Okay, Jacob, um, where can we find you on the internet? You can find me uh, at Vanity Mail Strippers. um, And you can find me online uh, on Instagram, which is my Instagram is the underscore Cansino, which is spelled C-A-N-S-I-N-O. Wow, I love how clearly Mm -hmm. you said that. And now you click your teeth. Uh, Clover, can we find you somewhere? You'll never find me. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can find me at, or quote unquote me, at <laughs> little underscore number four um, leaf. And by number, I mean the nu- numeral. I don't know why it's, four. God, it's just it's, so annoying. I need to yeah. just change it to something that I can say. Well, don't change it yet because it's all going to be in our description <laughs> Wait, for this episode. Instagram? Little underscore four number leaf. Oh yeah, you gotta do something about that. <sighs> it's it's hard to. Well, I just I never go on there. That. I never yeah. use it. It's also you've <laughs> never posted anything. It's just like hypothetically, <laughs> if you wanted to say hi to Clover, that's where you could find them. Mm, yeah, that's where the clovers are found. The field of clove. Mm-hmm. Earth. So, uh, you can follow me, Selena the Stripper, at Pretty Boy Girl on Instagram. You can support this project on Patreon at The Real Pretty Boy Girl. Donate whatever you can a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars, whatever you feel like it's worth. And um, soon we're going to have some merch. We're going to have some shirts. We have stickers if you want a sticker. Um, you can DM me if you want a sticker, and we can make that happen. Thank you so much for um, listening, and please write a review. Rate 
rate, subscribe. It all helps us so much with visibility. And uh, this uh, has been an episode of How in the Know. Giddy up, boys. Giddy up, boys. Yeehaw. More money. I want your money. I want more money. 